This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hello, and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. I had to think for a minute. Yep. And... Arizona basketball is back. It's back. It never left. It doesn't ever go away, but then, you know, it, like, starts again. So we had an exhibition game against Western Oregon, right? The Western Oregon Wolves. Nay, Western, not Northwestern, not Southwestern. Just Western, Shelby. Just Western. Arizona won 91 to 61. 91 to 61. Though, following some people's Twitter's accounts, you thought that Arizona had devolved into ASU. Wow. But, you know. We're taking shots already. Anyway. It's that time of the year, folks. It's that time of the year. Wow. So, we're just going to do our... Are you making fun of me? What's the wolf crying after they got beaten by the wildcat? Jason was at the basketball game, and as he was walking to the press conference afterwards, a gentleman stopped him and asked him what? Are you recording tonight? Very excited. I said no. You should have said, we've stopped the podcast. We are recording right now, 1030 at night, little post-game Taco Bell for your man, Mexican pizza, obviously, it's pretty much the only thing on the menu. That it's the best thing. It's the only thing, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. I mean, you got to do it, especially when there's literally nothing usually open. Big news tomorrow at 12 o'clock, Shelby. I wasn't going to... Big, huge news coming at 12 o'clock in the afternoon tomorrow. Wow. I don't even know about this. No, I'm just kidding. I was just making fun of John Canzano. Mm. Huge news. Monstrous. Divorce it, your wives. Divorce it, your husbands. Is it huge? Huge. Huge. My boss at um, Town of Marana, our department director, he's from upstate New York, so he says huge. And that's really the only time his accent comes out. And then your parents say it like that, too. And I believe there's another famous New Yorker that says it like that. But, you know. My dad played Little League with Donald Trump. I know. He tells us often. <laughs> anyway. I think he had someone else, like, hit hit the ball for him. Yeah. But, right. anyway. Okay. Well, uh, we're not here to talk about baseball. No, maybe we should talk about the election. So what I was thinking. <laughs> At least one week from today, all this election stuff, um, all the ads and everything will be over. That'll be a good thing. So back to basketball as we get back on track. First off, how much do you take away from these types of games, a.k.a. exhibition games? Everything. 
I literally based my entire opinion on one exhibition game against the Division II Western Oregon Wolves. I mean, they learned so much against exhibition games. No, here's teams. the deal. I, I actually I think they're quite valuable, but in terms of my analysis, I don't take a lot away. And I'll be honest, I'm probably not really going to take that much away from the first three games of the season. I'm probably going to be able to draw my first actual real opinions when Arizona faces legitimate teams in Maui. Um, now, look, if Arizona struggles with Nickel State or Sienega High School, sorry, Justin Spears, then, you know, we could talk. But, um, you know, until then, really, it's it's Maui it is the main one that, that I look at. Now, I, I do take more from the younger players. Like, I take more from what Adema Ball did versus what Azulis Tubelis did because we've seen a lot of Tubelis already. We know what he's capable of. Adema Ball is clearly going to have a bigger role. I, I take more away from Cedric Henderson than I do, you know, whoever. I don't know. Whatever. Whoever. <laughs> However, I'm so tired. Um, but, like, even Umar Balo, he has a bigger role, but I kind of know what he's going to look like in a bigger role. I'm more curious to see a guy like Cedric Henderson, a guy like Courtney Ramey, the younger players, um, as opposed to guys like even Kirk Krissa, who didn't score tonight, but I couldn't care less because you already kind of know what you're getting from him, and it's still kind of a feeling-out process for him. So I do take away things, but I am not overreacting. I won't say, oh, this team's not tough, or this team isn't. It just, I'm not doing it. Like, it's one game. It's like elevated practice at this point. Like, it's not a big predictor. Like, Arizona beat St. Mary's in both halves in its scrimmage. Do I take more from that fact or the fact that Arizona only beat Western Oregon by 30? Only. Or do I take nothing away from either? I don't know. These are the questions that the Twitter philosophers want to know. Why I'm up late, Shelby, is I'm trying to figure out the answers to that and more. Wow, that was deep. Um, it's not that late, especially for us. Sometimes I watch unsolved mysteries just so I can try to solve the no, mystery. That, that show creeps me out. I remember watching oh, it as a it's kid. It's back. I don't even the theme song. I start getting agitated. I don't like it. Hmm. Anyway, uh, Dama Ball finished with 15 points. He had some great moments and some struggles. What do you make of his game? I think the one thing that we notice uh, right away is that his confidence level has skyrocketed. And the reason we could tell that is because he was a completely different player in terms of his aggressiveness. Last year, he came into games and he deferred. Um, tonight, again, if you're extrapolating uh, what's the word extrapolating 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 what <laughs> extrapolating Joe. i'm glad you brought this up so the election next week <laughs> um but you know if you're taking and relating it to the rest of the season you assume it's a much more aggressive adama ball there's one sequence where tommy lloyd was clearly not happy and i don't think anyone was happy where he turned the ball over on consecutive you know plays and Look, the ball's going to be in his hand more this season than it was last season by far. And ball handling needs to be kind of tightened up. And uh, when he got a little too loose with it against Western Oregon, they, they made him pay. But um, you saw his his clear aggressiveness. He went to the line where Arizona struggled, but he didn't struggle. He went 10 of 11 from the line. Uh, the rest of the team was uh, 12 of 21. So that's not good. No. But... 
Um, you know, he, he's aggressive, he's athletic, he defended pretty well. Um, you know, I, you, you just see an improved, more confident player. And look, you're, you're going to get these moments that are kind of like a roller coaster bit because that's what happens when a guy goes from playing basically no minutes to playing some minutes at the end of the season to playing 20, 25 minutes a game. Like he's going to play considerably more minutes this season and have the ball in his hands much, much more. And we're going to see what kind of player he really is in terms of that arc of development. So um, I like the, his aggressiveness, but yeah, he needs to tighten some things up. But I didn't watch him and go, oh shit, he's just not that good. It's just more of a matter of like, okay, he's he's learning. Like he's got to kind of grow into his new role. You got to clean it up. Clean it up, girl. <laughs> I like how you wrote this question. Like, do I like do I say it straight or should I just like sing it? What? What do you mean? You've been high on Courtney Rainey. I'm high on a lot of things, Shelby. Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> Courtney Rainey finished with 10 points, but had a major impact on the game. Thoughts on his play? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm one of the leaders of the Courtney Rainey Arizona fan club. I thought he probably settled for too many threes today, but he didn't really force anything. Um, but you could tell, like, he is one of the more important pieces of the roster, and he's another guy that I think is much better offensively than we saw. Like, he, he's... <laughs> I tweeted his dad actually liked the tweet, um, but he shot a three in transition, which really wasn't a good shot. But Tommy Lloyd didn't yell or anything, and it's like I get it, get those out now because there's no world that exists where Chris Beard would have let him shoot that shot. So Chris, so he's probably like, oh shit, I could actually try to score without Chris Beard yelling at me. Um, I I know I'm supposed to print it today. Maybe I'll print it on Thursday. But Courtney Ramey literally told me like. Scoring 50 points in the Big 12 under Chris Beard was like an accomplishment. <laughs> so he probably didn't know what to do, scoring 91 in an exhibition game. But um, he defends really well. He does a little bit of everything. I really, really like him. I think he will be missed in those three games that he's suspended for whatever dumbass NCAA rule that is. But um, and, and on that note, Tommy Lloyd didn't say who would start between Adam and Cedric. I don't even know if they figured it out yet. It in reality, it doesn't matter. But When does that happen? Uh, the first three games of the regular season. But he, um, which is nothing. It's Nickel State, Dixie State. Um, or lot, it's not Dixie State anymore. It's like Utah Valley Tech. It's not Dixie State. I don't know, Shelby. I don't know. You're putting me right on the spot. But, um, you know, after those three games, he'll be right back in the starting lineup. He is, he's a, he's a good player. Like, I, I, I liked what he did a lot tonight. Didn't force anything except for maybe that three. Um, took care of the ball, only two turnovers. He, he's going to be just fine. And I think by, you know, December, by conference play, he is he's going to show what type of player he he really is. Because I, I personally have seen a lot of him. I, I don't think that he's actually shown, even in his whole career, what type of player he really can be. I think Arizona is finally going to give him that opportunity. Ooh. Exciting. Wow. Go for it. We will look forward to that. And Jason's cat noises. Um, Kira Kreese and Tommy Lloyd both said that they were intrigued by Cedric Henderson. He did a little bit of everything tonight. Is that what you expect moving forward? Yeah, and I was actually... So I asked Tommy and Kerr the same question. I said, which player are we not talking about enough? Kerr right away said Cedric. Uh, Tommy said Adema and Cedric, but the one thing I thought was interesting is that, you know, Tommy said that Cedric can score in a variety of ways, and, and once they get into games that are kind of moving up and down and he gets comfortable and there's more of a flow, we're going to see all the different ways that he can score. 
Um, but he really can. Like, he's a fine jump shooter. He got in the lane. Uh, didn't get to the line tonight, but does a little bit of everything. And that was his role at Campbell. Like, he probably could be a much better scorer, rebounder, etc. But he kind of does a little bit of everything. He defends. He could play multiple positions. He could score in a variety of ways. We saw him score in the paint. We saw him score on a jumper. We saw him score on a floater. Um, he is kind of the the X factor to this team. Meaning, like, if he plays really well this season, Arizona is going to be much better for it. He's a glue guy. Right. And so he's kind of similar to someone compared him to Pella Larson last season. Um, and I get that. You kind of off the bench, be that spark, do a little bit of everything. And in times of need, maybe, like, step up. So, um, it, yeah, that's probably what I expect. I actually think he might be a little better offensively moving forward just because I trust Tommy Lloyd when he says he is. Because Tommy I love Lloyd, jack of all trades, though. Tommy Lloyd knows more about Cedric Henderson than I do. But Cedric Henderson was good at Campbell. You would have loved him because he, he ate Duke alive when they played. I he love dominated it. Duke, so he fits right it. in at Arizona. Ugh, you just reminded me how much I hate Duke. Thanks a lot. Wow, Shelby. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, we're into that time of year where you have to dust I off those Duke. rivalries. I think they gave Kyrie Irving a super good education at Ugh. Duke. They taught him everything he knows. Jason's been very <laughs> agitated you, you over guys, Kyrie Irving. You guys have no idea. All week. My Jewish ass has been very pissed. He's He's been very uh, vocal about Kyrie Irving. Um, yes, but all Arizona fans, if you are an Arizona fan, I think most of us don't like Duke. That's just like a general rule. Duke is puke. <laughs> is this the first year without Coach K? Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna Rest be... in peace. You know, we lost <laughs> we lost a good one with Coach K. Let's it's just like every time they lose this year, it's gonna make Wait, it he's even still alive? better. No, he's still alive. He retired. He yeah, but die. when you watch ESPN this year when Duke plays, you're definitely gonna see <laughs> No, because they're gonna have his ass sitting at the at the like oh, the, no. I don't the think podium. Is, I don't think he is gonna go to games. He's not gonna commentate no, at any because point. I don't he's not gonna wanna overshadow John Shire. I'm serious. I don't think he's gonna You don't go think to they're gonna games. they're gonna pull him out for them to It's the same tournament. reason why Butts and Salmon doesn't come to Arizona games anymore. Wow. He doesn't wanna overshadow anyone. You cannot throw shade at my John Button Salmon. No, they're the same age. Coach K and Butts and Salmon are <laughs> the same age. So Coach K survived the car accident. What is the average life expectancy of a rat? Wow, it's not very high. Oh, I'm going to look this up, Shelby. Are you really looking it up? Yes, because Coach K's rat face. Um, life expectancy. Wow, there's a lot of shade happening of a rat. I just said I hated Duke, and Holy look at what happened. shit, it's only two years? I think that like domesticated rats are longer, though. Can a rat live for 20 years? Yes, there's multiple. The naked mole rat, beavers, porcupines, and some squirrels can live longer than 20 years. Wow, that's how how old is that in rats? I, I bet you didn't know this, but rats become sexually mature at oh six God, weeks Jesus. and reach social maturity several months <laughs> later. So Coach K became sexually mature when he was only six weeks old. That is no not accurate. No wonder he has accurate. so many wins. Do Man, not that guy's a boss. Listen to Jason, please. Only listen to him. Wow. For basketball I might break analysis. This. 
All of this that just happened is literally my life every single day with him. <laughs> like, just ridiculousness. Um, Did you learn something today? I already knew that, actually. You did not know did. when a rat becomes sexually I actually aware. did. Or, well, then you're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> so <laughs> I watched National Geographic and I took biology okay. in college. Well, and yeah. I like you know, knowledge and stuff. Anyway, oh, um, I'd like to get back to the, the last two questions. With the younger players... In the Arizona game that happened tonight, just a refresher for you. Not the young rats. <laughs> who, who stood out to you? All right, so let's kind of just go. I'm just going to go down the line, show. Uh, Philip Borovichinen, my guy, uh, misses only shot from the field at one point, a turnover, nine minutes. Again, exhibition, hard to kind of relate it to the rest of the season and what you'll see. I expect every young guy to improve, but he, he looks a little rough rough around the edges mostly and tommy said this after um the game international guys like they don't play au they don't play high school like this is their first american basketball was red and blue exhibition against saint mary's and tonight yeah they They have a steeper learning curve they've played three games of american basketball and so that's something that they're still learning you know he's he's just gotta kind of adjust right And, and He'll get there. You know, I, there, he's not a lost cause by any means or anything like that. It's just, you know, if you were expecting him to come in and play 20 minutes a game, it's it's not going to happen. He's not there yet, guys. Same with Boswell. I mean, this was like, he's only been practicing for a week. So he had some nice plays, had the, the really nice assist, played 10 minutes. But, you know, like I mentioned on the message board, it's going to kind of take some time for him physically. Uh, Henry Vesar, three points, six boards. Four turnovers. He's just—he's another guy. Tommy Lloyd said he's just got to get comfortable with American basketball and realize what he can and can't do. My biggest thing with him is he's probably an upper body away from being really, really good. His arms are really skinny. His legs are fine, but his arms are skinny. He's probably got to get stronger. There were some plays around the basket where it, I don't want to say they were uncoordinated, but his footwork wasn't necessarily there because he was kind of trying to adjust to the defense and he's not strong enough to kind of just go straight up, take contact, and finish. Um, maybe that's something that'll get there this season, but that's probably the biggest concern with him. And then Dylan Anderson gave good minutes. You know, I, I've said about Dylan Anderson, Michael Luke always gives me shit because I said that I wasn't that high on him, but one of the reasons in high school why I wasn't high on him is because he was trying to play the two and the three. And I've said this before, he has supposedly taken to coaching at Arizona really, really well. And we saw it today, you know, he, he, Three points inside, sorry, seven points, three buckets inside, four rebounds, attacked the glass well, played well in, in his six minutes. And, yeah, you know, it's a D2, bad D2 team, but, um, you know, it's it's positive, right? And so you see that he understands what he's good at, and if he's six of that, I, I think he'll be just fine in college basketball. I really do. Um, I'll be willing to admit I'm wrong if I'm wrong. Wow. I wonder if Michael heard you say that. The key to marriage, folks, is to never admit you're wrong. Right, honey? Your marriage with Michael Luke or your marriage with me? Someone asked um, if you were a beard for me and Mike <laughs> on the message board. The answer is yes. And I said there's actually some days where Shelby talks to Mike more than I do. There's some days. Like, yes, that's true. But when Mike calls, I say, oh, look, your work wife's calling. He also talks to my daughter and yells at Brielle. Brielle, my little one, will answer the phone. He says, put your father on right now, Brielle. And then Brielle today just started yelling at him. So... <laughs> Mike's the third child, basically. 
It's yeah, it, it's it's between work wife and third child at this point. But anyway, I'm sure he'll be elated to potentially have you tell him that he was right. And uh, last question. <laughs> it's not up anymore. Oh, there it is. Anything else that you would like to touch on? Yeah. So what happens is the rat is born, right? <laughs> and that no. Um, you know, Pella Larson. I didn't mention this was Pella. You know, twelve points, eight Pella. rebounds, four assists. Yeah, three fouls. Um, whatever. You know, the fouls were. It was Eric Curry night. Who cares? They're probably good calls, but he's got to work on level of aggressiveness. Julius Sabellis, 19 points, just dominated these guys. Umar played very well with 11 boards. Um, you know, these are the type of, <clears throat> the type of efforts. I'm dying. The type of efforts I expect from those three almost every night. Like, that's kind of going to be what they do. They're, I think the, Pella, they're the leaders. Right. I think Pella will score, obviously, more. But, I mean, four for four, only played 20 minutes. And, you know, if you want to double that, whatever. But, look, Western Oregon isn't very good. But, again, what I saw tonight, based on what I, you know, Western Oregon, I think Arizona's going going to go undefeated and win the national championship. Wow. You heard it here, folks. I'm looking up Nickel State basketball because I believe they probably had a – I didn't realize Nickel State is actually pretty good. They're second in the Southland preseason poll. They have three preseason conference players. They uh, – it appears they don't have a public exhibition. They play Arizona – and then they go to Wyoming. Man, they play Arizona, Wyoming, BYU, Irvine, Texas Tech, Mississippi State, and Baylor. Dang, that's a great schedule. I mean, shout out to I'm you. Sure they're Michael not State. thrilled, but uh, they won the Southland Conference regular season championship. I, I mean, I don't know why I'm doing this. We're gonna preview it next week, but I'm confused. Is is it Nickel? Because there is the city called Nickel, or is it just because they just wanted to name the college that? I'm confused. Uh, it's in first, uh, N-I-C-H-O-L-L-S. I see. <laughs> um, I thought it was really like a real nickel. Wow. Uh, oh, okay. Are you still looking at their schedule? Uh, we're, we're recording live. Would you like to talk or? Uh, no, I, <laughs> I just forgot about something with nickel state. <laughs> but that's right. Okay, anyway. well, that was intriguing. I guess we'll wait for <laughs> next week's. Preview. I, 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 it's actually, um, let's see if Shelby cries. I realized that the Southland player of the year preseason was Darius Lee, who was on Houston Baptist, who was murdered this past summer. So the coaches got together and voted him preseason play of the year to honor him. Well, I remember when that happened. So Thanks, babe. On that bright note. Wow. You want to go back to talking about rats? Yeah, so anyway, what happens is the rat realizes that he is <laughs> sexually mature. Sexually immature. Are we talking about Coach K? Or are we talking about actual? I don't know. I don't know. I've heard that the medical socks business has taken a major, major hit since Coach K retired because he wears those big socks. I mean, when I've we've been on long trips, I've had to wear those. Just they actually come in handy. I can see why he wears them. Jesus! <laughs> One time. I uh, was at an AU tournament and Kyrie Irving couldn't get in. And I, I went to go get Coach K and said, Kyrie needs to get in. And I don't think he remembers that anymore. Because if he did, maybe he, did, he wouldn't have the same opinion of Juice. Wow. <laughs> and Jason's saga continues. Uh, anyway, with that being said, we'll get to the Utah football preview. 
offense, the Utah defensive preview. We got a busy week, show. Dang. The game's at 4.30, which is nice. Um, next week, I think it's going to be like 8.30 because the time change is changing. Anyway, love you, honey. Bear down, Arizona. Thank you, Western Oregon, for seeing our beautiful city. And spending your money here. The Western Oregon Wolves. Oh, it was cool. Their thing was Western Oregon, so W-O-R. And then they had I's and the O, and then they added a K. So it was work, like Western Oregon work. Oh, that's clever. It is clever. I like it, but not as much as I like Bear Down. I just Googled this, Shelby. Rats have a good memory. They're very suspicious. They're colorblind and have poor eyesight. And they have sharp teeth. Also, they're good at swimming. Sounds like Coach K. <laughs> <laughs>